Howdy doody. Man. Hey, you man, think what's your problem? It's not fucking funny, dude. You come up right now? You want to talk to me right now? You come up in my fucking neighborhood, bro? My barro? You know? You good, Julian? Is that is that neighborhood in Spanish? I forgot. Barro? Ba- barro? Yes. I don't fucking know. Doggy. I don't know, man. I'm, I, I think it is. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you think a lot of things, yeah. Julian. And I'm not going to waste time getting caught up yeah. in your thoughts, bro. I'm oh, going to let the audience. It's Barrio. It's Fuck. Barrio. Fuck. Barrio. Barrio. It's a me, a Barrio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of Broad Strokes. It's called You Just Got Served. We talk about serving. We talk about Rolex, <laughs> Avengers. Yeah, we Disney. actually got Malaku on this one too because he oh, made it. <laughs> yeah, Malaku actually made it he on this fucking episode. It. So it's me, Julian, and Malaku killing it for a fucking I don't know hour and a half. I said on the last episode, by the way, we got about an hour and a half episode, and it was not an hour and a half. So you know, don't trust me. No, trust yourself. Exactly. Enjoy y'all. Dude, tell me about um, tell me about releasing this shit today. What do you got to do to get it done? I don't even know if I'm gonna. Well, I don't even know if I'm gonna release it today. I think I'm gonna release it on Monday. 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 Malaku Monday. We're all in the vocal uh, fry time of our day right about now. You know what? I've been up for about seven hours, Julian, and I feel like Dick Cheney. Mm. You know, no, no, no. after watching Vice, dude, listening to a lot of Dick Cheney. I was say. <laughs> <laughs> after watching Vice, I have watched hours of Dick Cheney speak and like documentaries about him. This may be a controversial statement, but I love Dick Cheney. <laughs> I fucking love him, dude. <laughs> He's literally a total Wyoming old man who fly fishes and fucking hunts, shoots his friends. Fucking is an incredible politician, like a total war hawk motherfucker. Like he's, he's a man's man. <coughs> Classic. Like him and Tom Selleck would be good friends. Yeah, and Burt Burt Reynolds. Yep. You and know what? Burt Reynolds. I'm Fuck. sounding right now like I'm in a strange room. So maybe it's just these. Let Are me let me do some adjustments. I mean, that would have nothing to do with your microphone. Uh, well, we're wondering not, here. Julian's not audio. Do you think he cut all my? Audio out for somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, get your life together. Stop fucking with it. 
I, I hear what you're hearing, so you I don't think it's your headphones. <laughs> just went right there. Oh god. Okay, so so let's 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 give let's Literally, give our audience a little catch up. Nope, we bought um, still there. We bought uh, shock mounts for the mics and pop filter pop pop filters. See how that's not popping as much? Pop filters. Pop. <laughs> Yay! That is exciting. Uh, um, but they're too oh, heavy oh, for these fucking oh. stands, so we're gonna have to get some Rogan stands in here as quickly as possible. Yeah. Why don't we get Joe to sponsor us? Call him. Who's ready to buy a Rogan stand today? I'm ready for mine. I'm gonna buy a new mic and a Rogan stand. I can buy two Rogan stands and a mic. All right, that's what I got on the table. What, what else we got on the table, y'all? Come Dude, on. Dude, I'm down. I'm down for a uh, Rogan leg. Stand. Uh, two arms. Wait, don't got, you have an iPhone with a leg and an arm? I only got one leg. And I got two. Fuck you. I can't listen to this music anymore. So, Malaku is, myself. by the way, just to let you know what the fuck's going on, <coughs> he's about to release his EP. I don't like to use platforms. To oh, don't worry. This platform. isn't a platform. Cross pollination. <laughs> this is what happens when you mix colors. This is exactly what Dick Cheney was afraid of. Dick Cheney isn't afraid of anything. I don't. You're right. <laughs> Except for people finding out his daughter's gay. And yeah, mixing colors. Don't mix your darks and your whites. I missed the Vice podcast, this but I'm gonna stain. put my two cents in real quick. I didn't like it. All right. Yeah. Doc. Were you there, Malaku? No, it was just me and for the and Vice podcast. You no, know, just to see Vice, but I'm remembering you weren't. No, 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 no. no. <clears throat> I was a working man. Yeah. Working man. Dude, I just got off fucking three days straight of doubles. I haven't seen y'all in forever. Malaku hates me. I don't know where that Basically. came from. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's been building up for a little bit. I just needed three days where you got out of the house so I could clear my mind and really yeah, think, think about clearly. dislike you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I'm realizing on both your Hold on. on both your parts? Because I want to see if y'all can realize what the problem is. Take a look, Julian. On the way these mics are set up, <laughs> they're backwards. They're backwards. <laughs> yeah, see how my mic has the red light facing. Right. It faces me. You have to have the logo, the Behringer so logo. Let's, let's destroy everybody's oh, ears no. here for a second. One, two, three. Pause. What's up, Julian? No, our podcast the other day sounded nothing like uh, you know the issues we were just having. It was actually pretty damn clear. So I'm wondering what it is. Maybe people's voices were raised because they were trying to make up for it and compensate. Yeah, well, but I'll yeah. tell you right now, it sounds a lot better with the microphone. I mean, no, I, I can definitely get it. I'm definitely <laughs> feeling that right about now. Yeah, I mean, I'll listen back to it and uh, and see how yeah. how wrong you truly are. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm gonna wake you up at night with a fucking. I'm gonna have that axe in my hand and be like, Julian, <laughs> attitude adjustment. <laughs> attitude adjustment. <laughs> so when are you gonna start the podcast um, with a nil? When is that uh, gonna? I'm gonna be? wait until he's deported and then be like, ah, oh, we missed it. I feel like he said he was supposed to be deported many weeks ago. Why is he still here? Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> ice, ice. Baby. He's involved in the ice game here. Uh, no, I mean, we need to call ICE. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, I see. That's my secret code. ICE, like, ICE, baby. Yeah, like when Malaku's mom comes over, I'm like, ICE, ICE, baby. ICE, ICE, baby. Um, I don't know. I, I love talking to Anil about movies. <clears throat> I was hoping the Vice podcast could be a, a thing for that, but like, I refused to do a four-man podcast. I thought just Joshua was coming. <coughs> I refuse to do it until we have four mics. A hundred percent agree. It's really it just doesn't sound good. It's no, uh, it's, it, it, it's like a waste of a podcast. Yeah, it's super annoying. 
Because people need to be able to just like talk naturally instead of being like, oh, I have an idea. Okay, now it's not just I have to work my way into the conversation. It's like I have to work myself in front of a mic and then into the conversation. Yeah. Which is like a two-step process that makes it too much to say something. Yeah, it adds a lot of hesitation. Things don't get said when they should be said. (laughs) It just doesn't really work. Yeah, it's got to be that natural flow, that that aquafina. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Malaku's fucking gonna start releasing his album, which is uh, EP album LP. What is it? EP. His EP. Do you know if he has a name for it? Uh, Nala. Nala. Yeah, it's uh, the one he's kind of had for a minute. What is Nala? Nala. N A is Nashville, and then L A is Los Angeles. Because <coughs> our boys from Los Angeles here. Yeah, we all boys from L A, homies. Yeah. Moving out here to Nashy, getting it done, yeah. motherfuckers. Man, I, I'm like, I'm at, I'm at a fucking, I'm in a weird place, because like I said, I got off doing fucking three doubles in a row, and pretty much my life is defined by fucking being a, a server right now. It's funny. That has been straight up three days of my life in a row. It's like, that's good. What I you do. know, you got you to gotta put yourself in a bunch of different shoes in life, and that'll just, that just adds one more, uh, one more personality to have jumped into. Yeah, and like, it's very odd, man, because like I was telling you last night... Yesterday, I had some, like, fucking... It's just weird, the kind of weird connections you have with these random people. Like, once I was getting done with this table, like, one of the one of the better tables I had last night, where we just vibed just right, the dude, like, two of the guys were like, dude, if you ever need anything, you just fucking call us. You understand that? Like, and they handed me their fucking numbers, and they are like, dude, you call us. You need anything. These are, like, really wealthy. One of them is the Green Hills Plastic Surgeon. Mm. He works at Green Hills Plastic Surgery. Dude, if you, ever need that, if you ever need to be tightened up, you ever need that face. Right. Dude, your face is fucking falling apart. <clears throat> you gotta, gotta get the, some Botox. You really need it. And your your uh, your cheeks maybe could be raised up a little bit, and your eyes could be pulled back a little bit, because they're just looking crow. <laughs> you got crow's feet, buddy. But it's, like, it, it's such an odd experience. And, like, and then, like, his wife was like, oh, there's, he's so young. And it was just funny, dude. It was, like, and then there was another there was two tables in which like we got into the whole like God and Jesus thing like for a minute they were like you know that's interesting yeah it's funny because this is a very Christian state that we live in and I I had taken time on a table like she was just we had a little I like to chat like if I have a good table and the vibes are right just chat like what are you all about what do you do you know and she was telling me oh I'm an artist and I teach kids to do art and I just like took a very strong pause and was like thank you you know like seriously Thank you for what you do. Thank you for fucking trying to spread art to people who need, who need it. Younger kids, you you are helping the world. Like I just, mm. I had to take a pause to just tell her that. Like, did you did you suck her dick too? No. But then she went on to say, "Well, if you do anything in the glory of God, you know, uh, it all pays back, and mm. you have like infinite energy." And I loved it. I was all about it because she's she's compassionate. She's feeling it, so I'm feeling it for her. Yeah. I'm not a man. I'm not a Christian, but I can vibe along with it. Oh well, I mean, she's basically saying things that you might say. She's just putting them in a different, uh, you know, different set of words. That's all it is. Exactly. That's why yeah. I think we were able to empathize. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, you know, it takes a village. Like you can't do anything without friends and people, and you have to learn how to support and uh, bring your bring people around you up and be able to use them. <clears throat> that sounds bad. Use them, but I mean, just everyone has something to give. Like and, and and learning how to how to get that out of them and how to show them what that is and how valuable they are. Yeah, it, it's great. It's super helpful. It's and it makes you feel better and and yeah. it, it makes energy 
more abundant in life because it's like, oh, I got to get this stuff done. Well, I have so many great collaborators and friends that I can work on with, and I'm not going to be upset or tired or frustrated while doing this. It's going to be a hard process. Say me and you, we want to make this short film. Um, It's going to be a hard process, but it'll be like, so inspiring and energetic the whole ride along. Oh, you know? absolutely. You surround yourself with good people and you kind of keep that mentality of, you know, if I bring everyone around me up, then I go up too. I mean, this is just good for everybody. Then I think you can you can achieve some pretty exciting things and you get to have fun the whole time because you're not, you know, stuck in the mud thinking, oh, well, you know, everyone else seems to be, I don't want them to be, you know, outshine me. You know, like that, that kind of mentality of like, I need to be the, the big guy. That's the it's worst thing you can do. It's fine to have friendly competition. Like, I have a guy at work who I have friendly competition with, like, every night that we do a, a, uh, a night together. We compare how much we got tipped out, like, how much we did in sales, and we just have a total fun time doing it. But also, at the same time, he'll fucking, <clears throat> he'll fucking go, you know, like, like yesterday. And I'm not going to say any names or any name of the restaurant because I just don't want to start any shit. But yesterday, he was like, hey, man, somebody, somebody left something at your table, and he, like, Dropped a fucking Adderall in my hand. It was like yeehaw, baby. <laughs> oh no, your brother's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. In the pill game, baby. Let's get fucked up, homies. See, they just needed you around for a month, and they're like, okay, this guy's cool. This guy's Open cool. the gates, and all of a sudden the pills start getting dropped in. You your know what's hands, funny though is man. he's he's the one guy who like I know has it, and also he's very low key about it and wants nobody to know because everyone's a fuck. It's like having gum in fucking elementary school. Everyone's like, "Oh, God, I have a piece." Oh, especially with Addies. <laughs> if you're if you're somebody who has to you know work and be up on your feet uh, into the evening, I mean that stuff is Adderall is gold. Baby. Yeah, it's really gold in that business, man. But it's funny. I mean, but like I said, we have a friendly competition, but really it's a friendly fucking competition. Like, yeah. I think no matter who wins at the end of the night, like literally it's high fives, hugs. Like, dude, good fucking job. Yeah, no one's trying to have the other person do. You know, shittily. It's like, I wish I could tell Malaku that I'm not impressed and deeply fucking proud of what he's about to fucking do, but I am. And, you know, he's a faggot, and he's a piece of shit, and I hate him, but he inspires me it's back okay. and forth. It's not your fault. It's just all those bills stocking. Now that you finally <laughs> dived into the server yeah. life, you can't get Jesus. out. I'm a pill, I'm a pill junkie. You. Elijah, I saw you go into the bathroom before <laughs> we started this podcast. What were you doing in there? I, you know what's funny is I actually didn't. If I did, I'd play along. But you I didn't even go did. to the bathroom. That's the worst part. I saw you go in the bathroom, locked the door, and came back out. I did. You definitely did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so now you're coke, forgetting. Dude, coke. how many pills did you do? <laughs> short-term memory. Lines of coke, lines of coke. Yep, you uh, got me. Um, So, so yeah, but what I was talking about with this table, and, like, just, I guess to kind of just round this out, I was just say it's kind of fucking crazy how when you're always exposed to these random encounters with random people that, like, a lot of the times, especially if you're an emotionally intelligent, socially intelligent individual, like, things just stick you know, like conversations just stick and you can you create these real fucking connections. Like with that one table that they were like, dude, if you ever need anything, you just fucking let us know. And they like they meant it. And when I was talking to them, everything I said came from compassion and everything that I recommended to them. And it was all real. Like it just felt so Malaki was saying something the other day to Noah, one of our other buddies while he was having a conversation and he was like man i'm just loving your train of thought right now i'm loving the your 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 storytelling psychoanalysis and malaku was like i i think you know the one thing to appreciate about this is it's happening because it's genuine and i feel it because of how in the moment and how much malaku honestly felt about the things he was saying it comes out and it means something to the world and and it and it's 
and it just feels like natural, like fucking like a waterfall. You know, yeah. like you, it's undeniable. It's like a natural force. No facade, no bullshit coming out of you just because you feel like you have to say something in particular. It's just coming out of the raw emotions inside of you are literally forming these sentences that align perfectly with what you had in your mind. And yeah. it's weird because, like, you can even acknowledge it and be like, this is actually happening, and, and I'm coming out as poignant as <laughs> I've ever been. And the craziest thing is, like, you it still would not disrupt that flow if you're passionate about acknowledging the fact that you're in that flow. Yeah, like... You can, like, maintain it <laughs> while even holding it in your hand, and, like, that's a weird feeling. Being able to recognize it, being able to like openly acknowledge it in the room, and then well, being able to continue. With it. Well, I think being able to recognize it is actually kind of the first step in being able to kind of re-implement it in your life over and over again. Yeah. Once you recognize it, you're like, okay, that's how that feels. I can get back to this place. Yeah, but it's almost uncontrollable in a weird way. But you, you almost, you at least when you, when you recognize it, there's this level of appreciation and understanding of like where this comes from. It can't be manufactured, so don't waste your time manufacturing yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't spend all this energy trying to always be this person or this guy with the flow of consciousness. It's like no, it's like this comes when something is like in my heart and in my soul, and I mean it. It's like. But you can manufacture certain things that can get you there. Like I find a lot of the time at, at tables and Milwaukee, you may find the same. Like you have to, you may have regulars who know this, but you have to almost teach people that it's okay to laugh at a table. Like at first people are kind of like, oh yeah, I want this and this. And I'll give them a whole presentation because we have to do an intro and tell them our, our dailies and all this stuff and our seasonal menu, whatever. Welcome to ServerCast, by the way. <laughs> um <laughs> But I'll do it in a really over-the-top and funny way just so, like, at the very beginning, just so the table, like, and I'll get laughs out of them. And then they, they just start to understand, okay, it's okay to have fun today. Yeah, like, yeah I kind of, like, test the waters with uh, whenever somebody buys a, a drink. The first question I ask, like, okay, what size would you like? Small, medium, or fucking huge? And they're going to just <laughs> stop and they're like, what's that third size? And just look at them and just fucking go, huge. the fucking huge? <laughs> and they're like... Uh, and you can tell right there whether, like, just where this yeah, conversation is going to go, right? Because if they go, fuck yeah, the fucking huge, or if they go, like, you know, I'm normally a fucking huge kind of guy, but today yeah. we're going medium. Like, you immediately tell, like, okay, well, this person's going to be much more open to everything. Yeah. But when somebody goes, uh, medium, um, <laughs> no, may I'll, I have I'll take the, the, large. the large? Yeah, you immediately are like, oh shit, we're going to turn this down 200%. Yeah, dude, <laughs> like, I, yeah. I've had that before That's where, funny. like, I come out real animated and then everyone's super stiff at the table because some people are just awkward, you know? Some people, like, they just don't realize that, that it's all like, a joke. Everybody <laughs> else is okay with it, too. Yeah. Like, that's the crazy part. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You can the like, other people guy, can be laughing, but like they're just like, no, no, but this everybody's this guy's the one weirdo. Yeah, yeah, everyone's so, looking at him. Yeah. Oh well, like, you know what it is? They have this weird thing, and it's like, oh, if if, if I uh, you know if I start joking around too, I'm gonna be like a clown, and I don't want to look like a clown in front of everybody. Front I'm of a serious woman. guy right now. I can't, you know, I can't be seen like this. I'm not a funny guy. I'm a serious man who makes money. Yeah, it's funny though when the serious man who makes money comes in with this girl. And you just do that one good joke, and she cracks up and starts looking at you and smiling. Yeah. And this guy's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. You know, yeah. like, one, he's threatened. Two, he doesn't know how to joke. So, like, he can't even, like, really jump in I as wonder, quickly. What is the conversation like when you leave the table and just over there is like, <clears throat> Yeah, no, you know what he does? He, he just uh, he just does the thing home. where he, he kind of just rolls up his sleeves a little bit, puts it on the table, and has his nice watch out, and that's his move. 
his move in a response to that because he's like, oh shit, she laughed. So he just kind of like, you know, he doesn't want to say anything. Pulls out the rollie. So he just like rolls up his sleeves a little bit. Just and that's when I walk by the table and I go, oh nice watch. My father had the same one. No, not even my father. Oh nice watch. Are you having the same problems as I am? Because my watch has this weird little ticking sound. (laughs) Um, And and so I was just wondering if if you had the same issue. This is the classic Julian. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it isn't fucking smooth operator. I'm just saying classic operator. I'm just the kind of Fuck smooth you, isn't operator. that that the same Ferrari thing where yeah. it's like, hey, you does do your Ferrari do that too? That little hell yeah, it's like mine does that all the time. There's nothing more fun than being like dirt broke and then like going up to extremely wealthy people and almost pretending like, oh, I get it, dude. No, dude, see, yeah, see, that's the I I appreciate that, but like where I would go comedically, and I don't know how well it would really work or anyone believe it, but I I would go straight to like looking down on them. It's like, oh, nice, you got. Uh, the 2015 model. Yeah. Is it on sale? <laughs> you, you know the new one just came out. Ugh. Yeah. You like, know what I love about the yeah. new one is that, see that crown on there? See, it just doesn't work aesthetically with the rest of the body. You should look <laughs> at that 2018. I just picked one up for myself. Yeah. yeah. With my server money. Yeah. See, yeah. I, <laughs> comedically speaking, I 100% agree with you guys. I'm just wondering, in that moment, I don't want to put down no, anything no, that gets them too me. defensive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Me. Because yeah, if you exactly. say something like, oh, yeah, your watch yeah, yeah. is not as good as the new one, that's a different thing. What you just want to get is like, oh, don't worry, buddy. I've got one of them watches, And too. you know what? You know what? Now that we, we – I don't know what just sparked news in my head, but um, two things. One, when I'm really busy, the last thing I got – the last thing I can do at all – is even look or acknowledge the sexual attraction of a chick. Like, in that, it's weird. Like, I realized yesterday, too, I was super busy. And fucking, I'm, dude, we're banging as far as, like, hot chicks. Like, the whole restaurant was just full of parties of hot chicks for some reason. And uh, we got so full that they started coming up one by one. I was just taking all the orders at the bar while taking care of my section. And every single time a chick came up that was hot, I, like, I felt it in me immediately going, nope. And, like, it was, like, this immediate stone cold. It was, like, a moment where my brain and my penis came to a conclusion that they would work together just to survive this shift. Then we can just, like, jerk it when we get home or something. There's no... But... You got shit to do. I mean, honestly, you're you're in the better position in that sense. Because, like, honestly, the, 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 the worst smell... That a woman can smell on you is like I have nothing to do but talk to you. You know, like it's yeah. like, dude, literally, I don't give a fuck about you. I got business to do, baby. No. I love yeah. you though. You're looking good. You kill it. Love it. Yeah, give, give me a call a little out. later. Yeah, yeah, you literally are like, hey there, bye. And it's yeah. like it's so quick, but it's like if you kind of like smile and, and say the right thing sometimes. Um, you what you don't realize is you're like I'm just pushing this bitch out so I can get another bitch in here like I'm just fucking yeah I just want money <laughs> I, yeah but 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 she but all she remembers is her last interaction with the bartender and she's like oh I'm gonna go back and say hello once I'm drunk I'm gonna, he's totally gonna be into it I know every drunk girl thinks once everybody drunk, wants to talk to be them into it. well especially yeah. the bartender because like everyone wants like there's a great feeling like when I take people to Attaboy. And then Alex is behind the bar, and I'm like, what's up, Alex? And there's high fives, and he's like, yo, let me hook you up with something fire. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, that's my boy over there. Like, yeah. that's my fucking bartender boy. And then I got Mila repping it at the Mexican restaurant. I just, Hell yeah. I, just, I still think it's weird that, like, that's that's still different to me. That's like that. It does feel good in that sense, but, like, I'm talking about, like, it, and, and maybe it doesn't only apply to working in the industry like it applies anywhere you go where there's drunk girls for sure but i guess because you're working it makes it seem more friendly much more invited 
and much more warranted. And uh, but like every girl thinks she has just become so much more interesting, or that like I just want to talk to her now that she's drunk. Like I have changed my entire like mindset (laughs) based on how many drinks she's been having, and now I'm like, you know what? I totally want to talk to her. I don't know if that's how the whole world goes. I don't know if it's that though. I think it's mostly that like what happens is at first they have those thoughts um, when they first come up to you to order their thing. But then there's still that part in their head that's going, oh, no, like, you know, I'm going to keep myself reserved right now because they're sober. And when you're sober, I don't know, people are more reserved. But the second that they get those drinks in, that thought of like, oh, maybe not kind of starts to dissipate. And so it's not necessarily that it's like, oh, now that I'm drunk, I feel like he'll want. It's more that they're just drunk now. And so they're just more down to throw it out there. This is just a, that's all humans. Once well, you're yeah. drunk, well, I mean, yeah. you're down I'm talking to about the computer system. I'm talking about the little guy who's sitting in the brain, going typing around. He's like, he's going to want this. He's going to like this. He's going to like this. Oh yeah, baby. He's drunk now. He's going to like this. You go up there. Oh, he loves the smell of whiskey on your breath. I'll tell you that. And you're just sitting there like you literally suck. Like you're just Jenny. And dude, women, I'm like my favorite people are dudes who are bringing girls out. That's how you get a fatty tip. Because all you do is you compliment her, but you compliment her through him every time. And immediately, like, everything just starts climbing slowly and slowly and slowly. I'll, like, bring somebody the chick, and I'll be like, here's your bill for your penis reduction surgery. I'm sorry we couldn't grab all of it. I hope you're okay oh with 11 God. inches. Like, I've done that shit before, and they both just start laughing immediately an extra $10 tip. Like, I'm yeah. like, what? I, uh, I had a funny situation yesterday with like two older individuals, and like, mm-hmm. and, and I was actually telling Julian about it. This lady was an artist who was teaching the youth, and what I was telling him was like, well, I really like stopped and paused to say like, thank you. Like literally, I like took time to be like, "Thank you. You're actually fucking helping the world. Do you realize yeah, that? Yeah. Like you really are. You really are. And and it's through you that a lot of people are gonna have have a new, a renewed life and a, new, a renewed energy. And I had a lot of those yesterday. Just a lot of tables where there's a lot of like real talk about real shit. Like I talked about the public education system between L.A. and Nashville with one table, and that was the table where the guy came to me at the end and was like, gave me a handshake. He handed me his phone number and was like, dude, if you ever need anything, you let me know. And I had a fucking great time tonight. Like, I had a legitimately fun time. He told me five jokes, uh, and they were all hilarious. But he's a plastic surgeon, I was telling Jay, uh, in Green Hills, and you can tell these are total doctor jokes. Like, he's got he's got these, like, five-sentence jokes that are just always ready with a punchline, and he's got, I can tell he's the kind of guy who has a fucking million of them. You oh, know he's tried saying? that <laughs> on so many people. It's great. That's kind of a, well, well, give me give me an example. I'm trying to, uh, it's so this there's. This sounds like my father, if anything. I'm just, I've never felt more connected to There somebody. was, like, uh, there was some joke about, uh, about uh, about how Gatorade was made, you know, with the Gators, or like you know, the whatever that fucking <laughs> team is, you know. So they made they made it to rehydrate and to help, you know, uh, the football players, you know, play excellently. Sounds more like a weird, obscure fun fact. Than <laughs> no, that is true. Joke. But but oh, okay, no, that, <laughs> that is true. That's how he starts it. You know, and he's like, you know, you know where Gatorade came from, right? And you're like, no, I don't know where it came from. And he's like, oh, oh well, you know, the, the the football team, the Gators, they had it developed so that they could keep them hydrated and keep them moving faster in the game. Whatever. That's the real part of it. And then he's like, they tried to do the same thing in Florida. But, you know, it just wasn't really working in the market as much because it was called seminal fluid. <laughs> That's really, no, this guy's a good guy. It was something like that. He told it better, 
But I, cause I, but it was hilarious. <laughs> like when I heard it, I was like, "That is my favorite one." Because Gatorade, it starts off with like a real fun fact, and then some joke about Floridians, and I hate Floridians. So. No, and it's also <laughs> the fact that he's a doctor, and so of course he called it seminal fluid, and that's funnier than calling it like cum or yeah. semen. It's, yeah. it's much funnier to be like, "Oh, it was called seminal fluid." <laughs> but such a the, plastic you know, surgeon. It's like, such. I, um, I literally told him I was like, "No disrespect," and if anything, this is a lot of respect. But like, you remind me of like my grandfather. Like he. He, he fucking he always had these fucking jokes ready to go dude like i appreciate that and i was talking to him i was like man i think our fucking our generation has been losing out on a classic fucking you know jokes just having jokes because we are all memes and little well, things i mean and like they storytelling. are jokes and like sometimes i look at these memes and i'm like these are like the like since they're all jokes like this is the shitty pun daddy's telling, and well, I that's hate what I'm saying. This is it's joke, like these are this one's fucking gay. These this were one's great. unfiltered dad jokes. These were straight up, straight to the vein, five in a row dad jokes. There's one about a nun and a priest. I mean, come on, just classic, you know? like classic. Like, a Jew, oh, I, a black, and a Mexican. It's just fucking, you know, it's legendary stuff, dude. Well, it's legendary. just that style of having like a. I like a like Marcus just crying. <laughs> <laughs> Or dude, do you have the same problem that Mr. Brody used to have in history class? Yeah. Uh, he used to have a thing where his tear ducts would not stop, so he'd be in class and he'd constantly be wiping the corner of his eyes because he just had a tear duct thing. And then I remember he w- he went to go get surgery and got it fixed, and then you know he had like a little uh, like a band aid or something, you know what I mean, on his eye, you know. Yeah, I love shit Mr. got Brody. wild, man. I love Mr. Brody, but I'm just wondering, do you have that? I don't think so. I just think whenever my eyes get like kind of dry, or when I just wake up. Uh, and I yawn. You feeling dry? A little. Oh, you look dry. dry. I feel dry. You look like dried rose petals on top is of that, a juniper rose. Is that a, is that a cracker over there? No, is it's that, my skin. That's your skin. Okay. Yeah, oh my god, sorry. another tear. Yeah. Just, oh, <laughs> <laughs> on this side too. Maybe oh. if we keep talking about it, he'll just start crying. Like, I feel like this really is hard. this may be the Western problem where we make all these jokes to Malaku, but really he's taking it very seriously and he's crying. Oh no, <laughs> my face is having a Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah, it's like my muscles can't control the inner <laughs> angst. I'm not sad. Dude, it's, it, it's muscle memory. It's based on you know when you were young and your dad used to make really mean jokes to you. Yeah, but my dad was not clearly as intelligent. He was a foreigner and his jokes. Yeah, but he just. Put, put you down. That was the His point of the joke. joke. Whether, whether He's or like, not. And it was like, I know it's supposed to hurt, but it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> click, click, papa. <laughs> hey, by the way. Back to the story. We should take, <laughs> you guys should take back the N-word. I've just, I've been thinking about this for a the long time. The white people should. It, the thing is, is it's our word. All these black it's people always coming out saying, your this word. is my word. I was telling Noah <laughs> about that yesterday. It's never. We just put an A on the end of it, and we're like, now Charles claim it in the name of France. <laughs> and it's just not how things work. You can't just do that. And uh, You can. I mean, they've done it, but I'm just saying. No, like, but like you, but it's dastardly. I don't, oh, it's, it's, it's dastardly. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> I'm <laughs> upset. And I, I was talking to Noah about it yesterday. And... Uh, is this gonna? I wonder. Yeah. Is this gonna ruin the conversation? <laughs> he takes a hit of a bowl, doesn't speak again for this the rest of the podcast. This is not marijuana. 
marijuana is illegal. This is CBD. No, this is no, no, CBD, no, 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 baby. No. This is high grade, high THC marijuana. We want to thank. And his crunch. name is Julian Breyer. My name is Julian Breyer. This is Malaku Shifra. We Damn got Elijah it. Rawlings right here. We're smoking fatty. We're getting high <laughs> as fuck. It's like ten forty-five a.m. We live oh, on five hundred six Wedgwood. On um, five seventeen <laughs> Wedgwood. Five seventeen Wedgwood Red House Rooster in the front. Come on, officers. Come on, man. You can't Big find pipes. parking. You can find parking in the back of Smoking Thighs. Also on the street, two buildings down. Yeah, there's a community garden. <coughs> if you pass the community garden, it's You've gone right too there. Far. It's right there. Yeah. So just um, also make sure he does have cameras set up around the no, perimeter no, of the house. No, no, we have cameras set up <coughs> well, I'm just the saying, perimeter like, you wanna, of if our you're gonna, house. If you're going to come in. Well, I didn't set them up, did I? I called a guy, and he set up cameras around the perimeter of the goddamn house. And you there said we go. he has cameras <laughs> yeah. on the perimeter. There, you, you know what? Let's just let's just say there's cameras and there are ours. Let's make that perfectly clear. Well, and I this paid for address it. is ours, and this weed has THC in it. That's all that we need to make clear, Julian. We don't have to be fighting over the fucking details. Jesus Christ, what's well, your problem? Oh well, I want to tell you. Did you know, by the way, that uh, a man has been sneaking up to that beautiful red home that we live in? Like regularly in the evening and literally creeping out on the front porch. No, are you serious? I'm serious. Me and Noah sat yesterday and watched it on video camera. And this guy just came up. He was like knocking on the door, like checking in the windows. And we saw him that same day sitting over at the market up the street on the phone. He's a gaunt looking. He looks like he looks like a bald, like an old man who's like kind of a baby at the same time. Dude, you know what's like? Is he white or black? White. Could you imagine getting to that point? Like, who are these fucking people who are just like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking, what's up, y'all? You know, just like looking in the window, like, what's up? Yeah, the guy's real, he looks no, creepy, he's, dude. He's just probably just literally on crack or methamphetamine, yeah. and he's up at, like, when you're, you gotta keep in mind, when you're on meth, shit that you do on meth seems so this was normal. Like, uh, this was about 7 p.m. or so, 7.30 p.m., but Which, he was probably on meth, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that... The point is, like, everything seems normal. Everything feels like you're doing it at 10 a.m., and so the whole world should just be okay with it. it like, it's okay. But, like, all the time. Like, even when it's at no 1.30. Time of the day do I, like, look inside of people's windows. That's like, what I'm saying. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, it makes you feel like, like the vibe of your life is it's 10 a.m. And, like, that's how you live your life. You just think everything you do is okay and it's justified. Yeah, it's and like, reasonable. why isn't everyone awake? What's going on? Ah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, no. Can we be a better community and look inside of each other's houses to make sure we're okay? Well, to be fair, to be fair, a lot of crackheads have come in and out of that house. And, like, I've known friends who were living with crackheads. I'm like, you should probably move out of that okay, house. Okay, really? So this is this house has some history behind it. No, like, notorious. Like, no, fucking, not notorious, but I mean, just general, like, just, you know, like, junkie. I mean, there has history. been junkies. Before, at some point in time, enough or like at least like two that I can think of, and and so maybe this guy knew of one of yeah. them, and he's just like, you know, here's the thing about being removed from a place, when you come back, you just kind of it's weird to assume that it's different. You're just like, no, it's okay, they'll all be there, and I could just look at the window, don't let me in. Exactly, and I just be knock on the normal. window, I could get my crack, and I'm out. Easy. And it's like, yeah, that's nah, one thing that's funny about. not how that works. Whenever I go back to LA and I go back to the Hesby house, I like look at it and I'm like, man, I wish I could just fucking just go walk in there and look around. And it's like, my there own are ways house. to conduct that. And, well, I could uh, knock on the door and be like, and hey, then like, I, hey, I've lived here, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, I think they'd probably be okay with that. But like at the same time, like. 
It's still weird. I would it's totally weird. bring well, like it depends a, on the person. I'd bring like a picture or something of you in that house. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no, even no. weirder. No, I think. I think if you had a picture, you were like, yeah, dude, I used to live here. Like, I know it's kind of weird, but I used to live here, and it's just been like fucking fifteen years. Do you mind if I just like? Well, I'm young just, like, and, take a and look. fine. Like, I don't yeah. think they're gonna think I'm too sketchy. I don't know. Criminal know, Minds has messed that up for everyone with that one Justin Bieber episode where mm. uh, they let him in and everybody let him into their hearts, and he ended up killing everybody. Isn't that what really happened in in pop culture? Like. Justin, where are you? I he's making a comeback. What do you he mean? He got a face tattoo. You see that? Man, John, Christian, Justin, Justin. Bieber. Jesus. God damn it. I'm friends we're with hanging degenerates. out. Yeah, we're hanging out with a bunch of assholes here. Degen- when are you going to get your face tat? I mean, you're trying to release music and you think I, you can I do it like this. I don't even have a tat tat. Let's get one tat. I think it'd be we... cool if your first one was a face tat. Though, I feel and... like that'd be a retarded no, idea. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, Listen, give me, give me a little bit of. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you some space to try some... to finagle this into my heart. Go okay. for it. So, you know, what's been happening with face tats recently, <laughs> generally, in, in our culture, is it's become this kind of like. It's cool, and you want it to be kind of like you know. It's often like money related. It's I don't know. It's just like this like rap ex- like, what would you call it? expensive lifestyle? Like oh, I don't give a fuck that kind of thing. So I feel like maybe if you take it in a different direction, and it's really like fits your personality and it's positive, and rather than this weird like you know what's happening now where they have like numb written like under their eye or something or like whatever the fuck they have a bunch of set and i you know what i fuck with it if it works on your look then it works on your look but it just wouldn't work for your look so you would have to come up with your own style of face tattoo and i guess and it could there's work. a look for sure but like what you just turned around i know even when i see this look i'm just kind of like you look no i it's it's just this thing it's like don't get me wrong i know I know it's not like a big deal beyond my one second of just like like mild judgment and uh, <coughs> I don't I don't think it it speaks for anybody's character necessarily I don't think it really speaks for anything I, I, maybe it potentially can for sure and it could be a warning sign of a of a certain personality type and character but I'm not going to go ahead and let that speak for you right so it's like I'm I am 100% okay with face tattoos what I get once Fuck no. Yeah. And on top of it, it's like, do I not think you're an idiot when I see you? Like, no. I still well, like it's, well, it's just like changing too because it, it used to be when people had arm tattoos and sleeves and stuff like that. It was like, yeah. damn. Unless you were in the navy, there was no reason why you should have tattoos. It's like, yeah. Damn, crazy yeah. shit. And now just like and now every everyone has fucking fifteen-year-old who has a friend with a needle is getting tattoos. And it's like, I, it's fine. I just, I don't think it's as cool anymore. It lost a little bit of the sanctity. I mean, it's, it's I find it, out. I mean, this is the thing, and though, then, is I, I think it's not cool anymore. Part of the reason why it was cool, completely aside from the from the actual art you're putting on your body, part of the reason why it was so cool for a long time, because it was kind of like, there's uh, an edginess it's a rebel taboo, thing. Fucking. But I think just the fact that it's been taken out of the taboo does not mean... It can't be cool. It's no, just now it's that just, no people will get to do to fucking. They'll let you do anything, and and oh, people yeah. just don't take them seriously. Well, I now believe. It's like and and so <clears throat> it's like there's a whole art form there yeah. that could be had, and it's just so like there's just. I if think you're you should tattoo, at least yeah. take time and like make something great. Like yeah. you have I, the opportunity to. Like this is fucking the coolest canvas. It's your human flesh. Like yeah. that's the coolest, most that's, edgy thing. I totally I've ever heard. agree with that. I just think also different styles of tattoos are gonna fit different people. 
So if you have if a you fucking were, tattoo right here that says fish or like or like or uh fucking eat pray love or you know no, what I mean? I totally it's just whenever you <laughs> know like shit like that. Shit. Like can, uh, Caroline has a tattoo. I all think. these it's fucking whenever birds. and it's oh, all these birds, these fucking birds yeah. and shadows and silhouettes. Birds, like bro. it is just like no, well, not even uh, you know what? Get there's over that. yourself, Tumblr bitch. Like I just can't <laughs> do it because every other bitch already did it in 2007. Like all of them did it. It's yeah. not like one you or know two. What like, my that first was tattoo idea was what's up from my hand, like literally tattooed up my hands is like. Uh, uh, all the way to my fingertips is like the roots of a tree. Oh man, and the tree I think you've said that before. Arm. And, I think and then I've it comes that. to my like, let's say like my left uh, breast plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 my breast my tits. Uh, my tit, oh, my left God. tit. Uh, and then that's like the tree. I think that's a very cool kind idea. Kind of grows out. If you could have like an inverted tree or something, I think that would be cool. But then again, I just also don't want to like, I don't want to do, um, I don't like, I have no compulsion where I'm like, I need this now. I just literally have never saw anything in my life that I was like, I need that literally like needled into my flesh. Yeah. So like, not I only the idea I can of see the it, tree. but other people can see it. I love the idea of the tree, but like, I, I mean, how much do I love it? Like, yeah, I don't that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like, like, it's cool, like it's, it's cool. There's a lot of cool ish. shit. It's like, I could draw that or maybe here's the thing. You know what's fucking sick? Henna. Why is henna sick? Because that away. shit goes away three weeks. Also, it's super like, sick. Let's get henna tattoos, bro. Yeah, I mean, like... I think everybody I, I, should get I, a henna get, tattoo before they get a regular tattoo of any anything they're trying to get. Like, get a henna tattoo, live with it for three weeks, live with that tattoo design for three weeks. Yeah. You're still into it immediately after three weeks, but at least you know you were like into it like what if you, you get it and you're just it on like, like you gotta fuck. really you, I, I i think it's important to think it through but my personal problem and this is not really anyone else's problem man i think you know everything is dumb the next week <laughs> you know what i'm saying like just as somebody who's like i'm usually trying to push my creative ball forward make sure to put a brick on that door so it stays open i know it's cold but we got to keep a uh, good ventilation um as somebody tries to push the ball forward artistically with the stuff I do, I don't have any cigarettes in there. Just ask Julian whenever he gets back in here. Um, I I want to move forward. I want to try new things. So, like, the idea of a tattoo kind of goes against the fucking grain of the way that I think. I'm fucking... Uh, I'm, I'm tired of something after it's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'd be really excited. Oh, I'm getting a tattoo. I'm getting a tattoo. But then when it's done, it's done. And I'm like, okay. No, I'm bored to- of this tattoo. I totally agree. That's why... <laughs> I've literally, since I was young, wanted cool tattoos, but I can never find a thing where I'm like, I know that I'm happy with that. And you know what? Maybe that means, you know, I could pull like my my uncle, for example, he got his first tattoo when he was like 63. And now he's fucking full legs all the way up his legs, all on his arms. Like most of his body is fully tattooed between the age of like 63 and 70. Apparently it's like you you feel it and you're just like, it's like, it's like scratching your back right in that one spot. And then when you're done and you're just like, but I'm still itchy right there, just scratching. And sometimes you scratch it and it hurts because you've been scratching for too long, but it feels so good. My little sister is getting in a fucking getting filled up real fast bro she's getting tatted up dude after like four man these bitches like start wanting them at the time like six at a time seven at a time and it's crazy man blows my mind because i'm just like like don't i'm man it's not that i don't don't think you're uh, yeah because like tattoos are sick again tattoos are understandably sick and it's not that i don't think but don't be your shit is important is being predictable like i don't at least in my opinion for myself and also also just like 
not taking shit serious. I don't think people understand a serious nature. And I'm not saying be more serious. I'm saying, like, just take it seriously so you can get the best product out of it. If you just take it a little bit seriously. Like, yeah, like if you just look at it and you're like, you know what? Maybe that is a dumb as fuck tattoo. Maybe I don't need I love margaritas tattooed on my shoulder. Like, you know? like, <laughs> well, shit like that. At the or same like, time, yeah, the, I think there's a... The amount of halo tattoos. Oh, well, there's the, there's the cliches. So like, you're talking about I the got predictability. a little butterfly on my fucking second pinky toe <laughs> like why fucking why did you do that no, but That's I, so stupid. I feel like there's there's different types of and this is where this comes in the this predictability conversation from man. the predictability standpoint you're a hundred percent right it, it, there's nothing more boring to me about a person no to, i mean i'm just gonna say to the world there's nothing more fucking boring than a person I with think a predictable ass that is true i mean just in general the predictability is like a repulsed uh, character trait. I yeah. agree with you. The only cool bird I've seen recently on an arm <coughs> was like, and and we're still on the bitter edge. It was a black stencil tattoo of a bird, but it was like a Native American, very like Native looking bird, like well, you see on a tapestry. At a certain like point, at, you know, cool. everyone's gonna be repeating shit at a certain. But there's so many people in the world and so many people getting tattoos that you know what? Maybe for whatever reason, a bird is significant to you in some special Fuck way. Fuck that, dude. No, but Tumblr. It, it was Tumblr. Be, it no, was no, no, one no. basic bitch, one basic white. Okay, it's one thing if like. A bunch of different like culture or a bunch of different people over time just agreed birds were like super cool. It's like yeah, they 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 did that. They did do that. All these birds fucking white cool. girls though, like these. You're telling me these white girls are into like I will fucking, say this, like, Malanku, in support of your comment, uh is that when I was in high school, man, I can't tell you the amount of times like in the computer in the video editing like lab, people were not fucking doing class. They were not like. Doing are they on scrolling through Tumblr looking at tattoo designs? We're about to turn eighteen, you know. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, like, and no, <coughs> and, and and that's you guys fine, did. You guys also had a tendency true. to like, you know, Julian. You did have a tendency to just like hate dumb bitches, and maybe you didn't like, uh, like sometimes you were surrounded by by them. Eleven, but, like, eleven, make a wish. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! If I keep saying oh shit and I don't make a wish, what happens? Oh, Milwaukee, your dick's about to be real. No, but uh. I, I kind of immersed myself into basic bitchery and basic bitchdom, and I wanted to, like... Yeah, you're a bartender, bro. Not only that, dude, <laughs> from, I'm realizing this is an ongoing theme in my life. I've been surrounded by basic bitches since I was 11, and it's crazy how many are in my life. But the point I'm making is, like, dude, if there's two things I can tell you about literal pop culture from <laughs> 2005 to 2015, it was Tumblr... And bird tattoos fucking everywhere. It was the stupidest era. Like, uh, and this is the shit that kills me is like, I talk to a lot of people that are like 28 to 35 that I respect. It's not that I like, oh, I respect you. I think you, you've qualified to uh, be a respectable person. It's not that. I'm not, I'm not sending standard, but it's like, okay, you definitely seem to be much more sensible. You have t- paid attention to the shit that you went through growing up, and you've assessed yourself, and you're trying to, like, figure yourself out, and you're doing a good job at it so far. And they're talking about it, and they're like, dude, the shit, the shit that I thought was just, like, absolutely the coolest shit, like, 20 years ago. And now I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I was so gay. Or, like, thank God I didn't do this. And it's like, there's certain things that are cool as fuck. Like, that that tree idea... Maybe we'd be like, this is a little bit stupid, and we'd poke jokes at it, but it's cool. It's legitimately cool, right? So there would always be that one saving grace. This little fucking 
frog on the inside of your fucking toe. It, it just, could be. See, that's the thing, though, is it is very subjective, right? It's so, because yeah. what like, if because you, like, right what if the frog means, the, like, my father, that, you know? Like, or, like, it, the right girl has a cute little frog on her toe, and you're like, this bitch is awesome. Or, no, <laughs> and, you know what? I, yeah. feel, I feel like it's one of those things where, depending on the person, like, you can't, if somebody is the type of personality where it's like they themselves not based on anyone else's actions are going to put a fucking stupid ass frog on the side of their foot then i might not like the tattoo personally but i cannot judge that person because it's like okay that was 100 percent from you You i think there's too many people today who they like to say oh i put on i put this on my body because that's just me that's me expressing myself and those people they're actually just doing it because they want to because it looks cool and other people do it but then there's some people in there there's a few people who they do their own thing legitimately even if it's stupid as shit to everyone else they're just do it because they're like this is what i want to do too bad man the coolest tattoos to this day like just the coolest to me i thought it's like damn that's intentional when you're like 55 and you're like either your grandkid or you're sitting in a bar and some 20 year old kid comes up to you he's like whoa what's the story with those tattoos like that's gonna be a great story and i think it's a Fucking Theo. Theo's tattoos were fucking sick. Theo Cohn? No, Theo. uh, Rich Rich Theo? Yeah. Like, because he had those two (laughs) arms, dude. Yeah, I'd love that. Uh, He had the two arms, and and one hand was bass clef, the other hand was a treble clef. He's like, those are the hands you play. I play the piano and, like, music and shit. And then, like, one hand was, like, uh, uh, the whole one arm was all the lessons he's had to, like, face the, the re- like really the trials and tribulations and then on the other hand was everything he learned from each one of those trials and tribulations every tattoo kind of was like a two like a, a couple part one part, part two yeah. yeah and it was like fuck me that's so cool like I genuinely was like oh that's like interactive and shit like that is so cool yeah. I enjoy that there's like constant story going on with that one like and what's fuck great about me. that tattoo and what I hear from a lot of people who have experience getting tattoos, and like I, and this is why it comes out, is I think having meaning to it is is massive, like like deep meaning, like because I would if I'm thinking about the one tattoo, I'd be okay. Let's get it today. Fine, that's fine. Is if fucking Julian's mom sent me one of her pieces <laughs> of art and was like, "Here's your tattoo design," I would get that on my body. I'd probably get that on my body yeah. too. Uh, if that's, your that's mom painted thinking, something actually. and she sent it. And she, like, geared it for me. Like, she thought about me while she was painting it. Dude, Isabel's so intentional. I love Isabel. Like, she's very intentional. And, like, the craziest thing is, like, sometimes you think, like, oh, she just, like, doesn't care. Or, like, for this one thing, she thinks it's, like, silly. You know, it's, like, it doesn't care. No, no, that's a terrible way to put No, no, that's not what I mean. She thinks something's silly. Or, like, there's this kind of look of, like, whatever's happening in front of her seems, like, Juvenile, right? That's how I kept thinking about it. I was like, okay, this just seems juvenile. But what I really like, I'm trying to get is that, like, while maybe even that is a piece of it, what it really is is just like she just doesn't care about that situation at that moment in time. And like, so she's not going to put fake investment into it mentally or emotionally just to appease anybody. Like, it's just everything is intentional, everything is genuine, well, like and a, everything's honest. She's and a total it's, like, mom. beautiful. It's fucking, she's, but she's like, She's, like, such a cool mom because she's, like, total mom, but she's also not, like... I mean, she let Julian just fucking... This is the third time he's just left. What the fuck is well, that? Well, I mean, I'm also... <laughs> I'm certainly over 18, that's so, I mean, point, I'm... That's you know, not, one of the like, she like, she's not, like... 
She's always been like She's yeah. like the mom that's also like I get it dude My baby my baby has to fly has Yeah to but fly it's one of those things where She does that Because Especially because she was a She was a kid And she left You know France When she was just 25 And decided like I'm leaving to America cool. But you know what she literally tells me On the regular She says And this is her little form of guilt tripping right here she goes, don't do not do to your mom what I did to my mother. <laughs> That's what she said. She's so good at that That's shit. What she she knows me. how to say that one thing that just sneaks its way into your subconscious. And like when you're just having a coffee one day, it's beautiful outside, and you're like, oh, my mom. Yeah. And you think about your mom, and then you hear that in your brain. You're but like, I you totally bitch. get it. This is the thing, though. It's because, uh, you know. My mom speaks to my grandmother often. She They call each other once a week at a special time and talk about what's going on. My grandmother's kind of at the point where she's mentally degrading. I mean, she can she can that. barely hold a conversation. Like, you know, little things are just very hard for her to understand and put together. Um, so it's, it is, I totally see it. Because I see the fact that my mother tries to speak to my grandmother and tries to, like, talk to her. But then she'll occasionally say things <laughs> like, you know... It's that that it's strange to talk to my grandmother now because it feels like you're talking to like not the person you knew, because specifically in the case of my grandmother, she's like, you know, she went through all kinds of mental schizophrenia shit, and then they heavily medicated her. So now she's that's in like this, the Julian gene. Now she's hidden in this heavily medicated state where it's just like when she talks, when you're with her in person and she's speaking to you and looking at you, it looks like she's looking through you. Yeah. She's not looking like at you. It's very strange. So. To, I understand because my mom basically barely got to see her from tw- the age 25 and on besides the times we would go there and hang out there. So she spent so much of her life away. So I get why she says it, and I think I would definitely follow that advice more so. At the same time, there is valuable lessons that she wants me to get from going out and doing things on my own. So that that she yeah. she doesn't want... She understands that, like, obviously, you know... It wouldn't be best for his development as a human to just hang out here with his mom all the time. You yeah, know, as like much as good, she'd love for A good for it. leader and mentor, I think, is is like really open to having you try something. Like, like this is this is just a recent uh, example, but I really wanted y'all to just like put together the fucking first photo for the thing. I'm like, y'all can fucking do it. Of course you can. Y'all are y'all are just as creative and awesome and smart as you know the other. I I'm inspired after creating the EP cover. What does it look like? Get, um, <laughs> Pop it up right there. It should be it should be in the It'll folder be, called Malaku shit. It's yeah under Malaku shit and it's the Nala JPEG. Heard. It's a good. It's a really great photo used. I like it a lot. <laughs> I mean, especially. I hate whatever this fucking the header dot jpeg is. This mama ain't no bitch, and it says party bases on it. Party what? basics. Yeah, that's just the name of the company that was throwing the event and took the picture, so they slapped their fucking. No, label I love over. the Nala thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever like that has to be scrubbed. I you know. I just don't know how to get it off. So the, there's a folder of like eleven photos, and that was like all the photos I could find of myself on the internet. Why is so, TK in the photo? It's me and TK. We're standing there, uh, selling. Love shirts. is magic. I like that. We were selling. We were selling shirts. I had paint on my nose. It looked like cocaine. That was cool. I didn't know it looked like cocaine. I thought it looked like paint on my nose. And people were like, "Bro, all night." People were like, "Bro." 
Okay, that was I forgot people can't see this. I was just they were like wiping their nose and looking at me like, bro, just keep wiping their nose. I'm like, fuck is everyone wiping their nose? Clean up. Shit, people getting sick out here. What's going on? And then I go in the mirror and I'm like, oh shit, like this definitely looks like I just dipped my face into cocaine and just started walking around the whole party like for three hours. For Nala, did you use uh, the Cinestroke font like that we use for broad strokes? It looks the Cinnabar. Same. Cinnabar, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. It actually was an accident. I, I it looks cool. found that, and then I was like, I love it. And then I looked at uh, the broad Dude, we're, strokes We're going to buy Cinnabar, that, that font at some point. We're going to own it. Dude, yeah, isn't it? it like, it's sponsored it's, by it's Bunch of Crunch. Nice. We're going to call it Bunch, Bunch of Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> 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 we should just, I was telling fucking... Uh, Mr. B, he should make a a, a moose emoji because I went through it and I'm just like I, I can't find a moose emoji to send you, bro. And then he's like, "Can you do that?" So I like spent the next thirty minutes looking up online how to create your own emoji. As far as I'm concerned, you can't really because you would literally what you would have to do basically is get hired at Apple and then create it under their operating system and I'm gonna approve it so that it could be did on you, all phones. But did you make this by yourself? Yeah. Okay, so you were saying you were inspired by it? Oh, I'm inspired after that experience to literally just spend time on Linda. Like, going through that experience. You did it? Uh, no, I opened it up. I was going through it, and then there was, you had to sign in, and then I was just like, I tried to link it, sign in with your LinkedIn account, and then I got nervous and anxious. I was like, I'll just let him sign me in and keep me signed in, and then <clears throat> or give me the information for it, and I'll, I can sign in after that. No, but I I totally. But I did scope out the website. I and, totally uh, feel you on uh, getting inspired just out. just from that little you know. Well, I used we to, were okay. essentially get given in a way two things that we had to complete between the broad strokes stuff and then your thing, and I like how in, in a period of one or two days, like at different points, I like the fact that I came home at some point for like lunch or some shit from work, and it's like ten thirty and Malaku's up and I'm just like, oh man, did you just wake up? He's like, no, nah, I've been up all morning working on this Photoshop thing. I was like. Oh, that got me so excited. That's a good feeling. See, I think it's I think just legitimately like I want to get good at. getting like like bringing each other up and like giving each other's opportunity to try things and to do stuff. Yeah. Like that's why I liked having you behind the camera. I was about Weston's to bring house. that. I literally was just thinking about that right now. It's just like it. It, it, it was life changing. If everyone right? around Dude, me is oh better, like what I one of my best feelings, and to bring it all the way back, or back around to talking about serving with Matt and our little competition to see who gets the most tips and does the most sales, is it's a friendly competition. And like when you do something that inspires me, that is a fire under my ass, dude. That yeah. is like, oh, my friends are so talented. And and, <laughs> and I think it's also. Uh, Something I'm just recognizing and realizing is that if we're going to go forth with this endeavor, the least um, we can do is try to prepare ourselves in the best way to be able to be ready for any task that find themselves yeah, coming. Yeah, it's like, hey, Malanka, dude, dude, we need a fucking music video for your single. Holy shit, you can hold the camera. I'll direct it. Or, yeah, and Julian, so, you hold yeah, the camera. And All we'll right. just <laughs> we'll get this going right now. And uh, I think that's important. Dude, okay, I was in Photoshop for maybe like two years in high school. But I was really good at it because I just fucking... First of all, if you just pay attention to the beginning first, like, three classes, the rest is so simple. It's just yeah. trying to figure out what each button Buttons. individually do does. And then after that, it's, like, super intuitive. But I used to be really good at, like, t to such a level that, like, I was flying through that class. I didn't even have to show up anymore. Like, this was all shit I understood very well, right? And this kind of bleeds into the c previous conversations of, like... I've lost a lot of things that I've learned in the past 
due to doing drugs and not keeping myself sharp and like practicing these skills over and over again. And so when we were sitting there and you and I, and I just could not get that text box to stop saying fucking Latin. I literally oh, was. Did it say uh, <coughs> Ipsum? Yeah. yeah. I literally like. I was just so frustrated. It's like shooting a basketball, right? Let's say you used to be a basketball player, and then you shoot a basketball, but it just it, you, you can't shoot up. It just keeps going down immediately. Like, it just falls flat. Like, the ball's 50 pounds, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I know yeah. how to do this. Like, I'm not – I can't be that incapable, but you keep trying to shoot, and it just keeps falling flat, and you're like, oh, I'm going to kill myself? Oh, like, it literally it. feels like learning another language. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fascinating, so though. Annoying like, me and Noah don't. were talking about it yesterday. Um, Claire's friend. Okay, um, cool. And, you know, when you walked away, you were talking with Weston on the phone. I was uh, talking to him about just uh, post-production stuff. Like, f- at first we were talking about uh, m- what he does. That was, like, how yeah. I started. And he was telling me about, oh, we just bought this new co- – he works at Pearl. And he yeah. uh, was talking about this new company they bought with all these MIDI controllers, these interesting, awesome MIDI controllers. And we got into talking about that. Then I moved into video production. I was like – we talked about open source software. And we were laughing. We were like, name an open source. I was like, dude, I love boot camp. And he was like, VLC? VLC's classic, bro. Uh, <laughs> and like, out. Yeah, yeah, and then I was like, I was like, uh, and then I started talking about Blender, which is 3D and 2D compositing, animation, etc. All open source, all free. I will do. I will rep Blender until the day I die. Such a great piece of software, open source, fuck sexy yeah. as fuck. Okay, uh, but we were just talking about all the little pieces. Like I was like, you know what's crazy about it is the black hole of post production. Like you can learn what every button does, and then it turns out there's 15 controls inside of each button, and just the way that they interact and the way. Same with guitar pedals. That's how I tell musicians about it. Is I'm like, it's similar with guitar pedals. Oh, In that okay. daisy chain, yeah. if you put the big muff before or after your preamp or whatever, it's gonna change the character of the sound. Yeah. So, so th- there's the order in which they go. There's the actual plugins or or you know uh, nodes is what you would call it in 3D and 2D compositing or guitar pedals uh, going in and out of each other. There's the order, the type, and then there's different controls inside of each one. So it's like this incredible, incredible wealth of possibility yeah. that is so exciting. Like I, that's how I know. Like in some ways, I am a software guy because it gets me a half chub right now, bro. <laughs> Just talking about it because it's so. When you do something like the last 3D animation I did is probably the coolest one I've ever done, and all the lighting looks physically based, but all the design looks like it's unreal. And it's just like, wow, that's crazy. I did that with code in my computer and it <laughs> rendered and it came out of my, this little thing that we're recording this podcast on like this, this it's so cool. 24 it frames insane. per second. Yeah. It blows my goddamn mind. That, that really gives me appreciation for the people who actually create these, this hardware, create these things that are able to Dude, do that. Dude, when that I see a insane. fucking Disney movie, oh. every single time I see Dude, just Disney look at Marvel, movie. the biggest Disney movie. Marvel. Like, I'm just like constantly like, God, you could do dude, somebody, there's like, there's, and then going through, when you get through the credits and you see all the different production companies that like oh, worked on it. Oh my God. Dude, so many yeah. fucking hands have touched and, yeah. and, and Cause it's worked massive. on movie. It's massive. Because it's insane. It's so time consuming that's one thing that has always brought me back to directing and shooting with a camera is like the one thing i love about that is it's live it's like being it's like it's it's just alive right here right now and we're getting a lot done just by being here when it comes to 3d and 2d post-production it is a long-term thing that takes a lot of thought a lot of experimentation a lot of of patience so if you do that for money you just have to be making a certain amount and get good enough and it takes time to build up that demo reel so you can ask for those prices but it takes a fuck ton of 
investment. And I love it. I mean, like I said, I've gotten paid multiple yeah. times to do 2D and 3D, but like I always go back to directing because I think it's just, it's more my kind of thing. It's more real and human. I love human interaction. One of my favorite things in the world. Um, so that has a has a more inherent value to me uh, on the bat. But when but there is a very special kind of satisfaction that comes when you do a 2D and 3D project and it comes out, it's rendered, it looks good and it's done and you put all that time and work into it and you see all the details and you know how all of that was made to happen and you just get this fucking grin on your face and like, "Oh, how cool you, is that?" Just know, just so you know, you quite literally turned into a 6-year-old child as you were saying that. Yeah. You turned into a 6-year-old like your, your voice, It's called innocence. Your voice started getting higher your eyes started crinkling and literally the the edges the fu- the little edges of your fucking lips were like you know i love you because <laughs> you're both you're both seven years old except when elijah turns seven he becomes like jovial he I'm becomes like an a angry seven-year-old you're like that seven-year-old who isn't allowed cookies so yeah. you just are like fuck this fucking yeah i had too stick. many cookies yeah. i learned i've had I, it's like i've been rich you know it's like i don't need it again bro i know that it's just gonna lead to exactly. satisfaction. i just got cookies sometimes i would like scarf down cookies <laughs> sometimes because i would take them like they would put them at the top you of the fridge to, and, and yeah. i would like get the stuff to climb up the fridge and i'd eat every his mom cookie. didn't buy him cookies and your mom bought you cookies did y'all, That's ever, did y'all ever like okay we got gushers in the house y'all i have to move strategically i need to get it because i have siblings julian on the other hand has like one fat sister yeah no but trust me dude my sister she would have eaten my sister like such a fucking problem sometimes like, i forget you're not an only child for some reason i don't know why it's because she's older than him we don't we really don't hang out with her that much hang out with yeah. her it's like and, your brothers we hang they're literally part of our friend group so it's Every just, day. you and know. And my sister's younger, so it's kind of, like, understandable that there's a character that's, like, in no, the Well, I just, I, you know, I, I, your sister's an animal. Yeah, I've, no, dude, I've, she's I've a like, fucking you know, savage. Your sister, I also always forget that you're not a single child. You know, it's funny, I have this vivid memory whenever I think of my sister of, like, Anthony Cassiano, Daniel Moreno, Sebastian DeGuzman, some of my friends from DeGuzman. And um, they all came over at, to a birthday party we were having at my aunt's house. And um, there was a jumper. I was like, no jumper. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) literally, I was creating tags yesterday, and I was like, "What do I put?" Julie's like, "No jumper." (laughs) It was great. But uh, my friend Daniel Moreno was in the jumper, and he was like, "Fuck you, bro!" And he just jumps and double like kicks over my sister, and he (laughs) thought it was me, and she just turns around, and he looks at her, and he's like, "Oh shit, I'm so sorry." And like runs out of the jumper And my sister Dude. comes out She's like your friends are bullying me And Daniel I'm like looking for him To talk to him about it And I find him just on the other side of the house Literally like choking on laughter And he's like crying And he's just like I'm just, Dude I literally couldn't breathe to talk to you I like literally had to calm the fuck down But like dude The dude. funniest thing just happened I'm like dude my sister's crying And he's like wait that's not funny But how funny do you think it was that? I thought that was you <laughs> And I was like Oh fuck dude This is bad Fucking I uh <laughs> Does she look like you? <laughs> A little bit she does As far as like the 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 small facial structure things It's like yeah We look very very similar And so like 
I, that's I can weird. See. I would never fuck you, Mamaku. I would fuck. I, I wait would, a minute. I, would. <laughs> <laughs> I have fucked you, but that's a whole other story for a whole different time. What I was gonna say is, at all of my Mexican friends, which I had many of, Daniel Centeno, shout out, Daniel Centeno. I just hang out with them at his house too in like, Sun Valley. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. He, they always had jumpers for their birthday. I get it. I'm not, you know, you're, y'all are just fucking predictable. Needs it, is it, <laughs> what it is. What it is is it's the smartest marketing ploy ever made by Mexicans. It's like, how do you get ridiculously intoxicated on your kid's fourth birthday without being an irresponsible parent? Oh, yeah. Well, get a house get made of there. rubber and air and, and kids just will spend put them in there. Whole the whole day. fucking day. It's Even hilarious. if they're not jumping, they'll just sit in there and talk shit about life. Like, that's where shit went but down. When you, know? you have a full and day, there's no way to get, especially when you're at that age, there's no way to get out of it without one of the kids crying. Oh, it, dude. It, like, not, I've never had that experience where, like, not somebody just got, like, kicked in the... Well, yeah. just because everybody... Because when you go in there, too, immediately, everyone's like, I'm a pro fucking and wrestler. And all we do is and feed the kids. We're like, hey, y'all want some fucking Kool-Aid cookies, cake? Kool-Aid, yeah. <laughs> give them a bunch of sugar. Let them jump around in a room full of plastic. And, like, and then you just... You're able to drink all goddamn day. Dude, do you guys remember that, that like what it felt like to be part of a group of friends where it's like this was your friends but you knew if there was a situation going like that at some point one of them just starts crying and then they like go to their mom and you're just like oh he's crying like do you remember that feeling of like yeah. oh my f- like that my friends crying well, or like, like the biggest burn isn't that weird it, it was like I, the you, biggest oh, burn it, it depended because sometimes it was just like Somebody just started crying and it wasn't my fault and it'd be like, ah. But then there's sometimes where it was my fault. Dude, you and I was broke like, your shit. Oh, <laughs> but that's yeah. just weird. Like, could you imagine compared to your adult life, if somebody pulled something like that over little things, God you would God. literally, you're just like, I would I'm laugh never so hard. hanging out with this person. That's not true. Weston does that. Like, Whoa. Whoa. Episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. This could be episode three, perhaps, if we do Vice first. Is that worth doing? Unless the mics that, were backwards, that you should fucking... Definitely, that should definitely go in the movie. <laughs> the whole time. They're just like, why does this sound <laughs> weird? asshole. Yeah, you know what the funny part is? I definitely knew I sounded good, you know? So you know I was what's like, funny? Wow, yeah, as long as Julian's there, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but let me tell you something, Julian. This is great because... Now you've made a mistake and you're not going to make it again. That's a fact. Because you're a smart guy. You and know, I th- believe they in say that. that's what mistakes are good for. They're for making. Mm. You know what's funny? And this is very cliche. But if you make a mistake, it is over. End your life. Oh, no, no, you've no. You've failed. If you've missed a stake, there's a serious problem. Yeah, you don't mistake. kill yourself. Honestly, if you've done that, that, that was dry. Drew. That was a dry rub. If you if you miss a steak, <laughs> you can't. There's a there's a ribeye on the table, and you're just walking by it. You are gonna be a great father. I literally missed that steak. I had no idea. You just made a stupid joke. I that's just how dry I kept was. going. That's, that's, that's how dry it was. just like it's the kind of joke where like somebody as intelligent as you, Malaku, like you don't pick up on like those low blows. You know what I'm saying? I it's like, like I, dude. I just fucking I just took your legs out right no, there. No, dude. Is you. that why my stomach feels sick? Because yeah. I'm about to vomit. That's, uh, that's me. I feel that nauseous. was that joke right there. It it literally, just fucking punched a hole in your stomach right no, now. It did, and it I hit. My kidneys too, and my like, I that. like it just everything's <laughs> Julian. What the fuck, bro? Dude, and you can't leave a missed steak on the table. No, you can't. <gasps> I'm oh, sorry, man. we're Come moving on. on. Have, I'd rather go back to talking about Trump, Weston Trump. on this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was. <laughs> no, at uh, JKLOL. But uh, literally, I do think that um, it it's a little weird even now because. 
people do still do things like that in their own way. And um, you still have you still have friends that uh, go home. You know, they're done playing. And uh, my thing here's my thing. If they come to the playground and they don't want to play, and so they go home, I immediately respect them more. If they stay in the playground and complain about it, I've always hated mm. the kids who just stay in the yeah. situation they're in and then keep complaining I'll about tell you it. What? And it's like, oh my god, just please go then, just go home. That like just go home. That I swear. moves into adulthood. That still happens. I see that every day. Where they're like, yeah, man, you know, I just. Fucking, I hate this job, or like whatever. I hate that I'm this not doing job, this. this job, like, my, if you want to uh, do it, or you hate this job, like, like one thing about, and, and and certain times in history it's different, but it's like right now we have a pretty good job market. It's like if you hate your fucking job, go find a different one, and or start to make a strategic plan where you don't have to just quit, but like get a transition plan started. Yeah, dude. you'll feel so good. Like success. You know, stop talking about missing stakes. Like, success is not always... Uh, dude, still sick. Yeah, but it's very okay. sick. It's too soon. Success is not always, like, you'll find... I mean, almost never is it the best feeling part of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're, like, in the middle of it, and you go to sleep tired, and you wake up, and you're still doing it, and, like, and then Julian walks in on Malaku doing some productive shit, and everyone's feeling good, and we're like, damn, we're pushing some shit forward. All right, y'all, fucking ha- help me push this boulder, bro. This shit's That's the best feeling. That feels so good. And you're not there yet. We're not there yet. And, like, take the time to learn a skill. But you're learning. Like, don't just be, like, okay, it's one thing to just be, like, I'm going to try to do this even though I don't know how to do this, and then it's going to suck, but whatever. It's, like, whatever. People just have no patience for things anymore, and people are just, like, they want it because the world is changing so fast, and there's all of these, like, new ways to express yourself in these new art forms. Like, why don't I just take the time to learn Photoshop? Like, what the yeah. fuck is the harm, right? It's like any instrument. Like, just take Photoshop the time to fucking learn it, dude. especially with your goals. And yet people go they and they, they try to, like, play MIDI keyboard and try to create songs and start writing songs. You're talking about but me, it, bro? No, yes, a little bit, now oh. that I think about it. In retrospect, you sh- if you didn't bring yourself up, though, I wouldn't have been, so wait a little bit. No, yourself. I was thinking about myself. Dark. But the it. point is... uh. Like, it, there's nothing wrong with learning piano. Uh, like, or taking the time to do it, I mean. And it's like, you can only get better. Like, you'll just only get better. It's That's literally all that'll happen. But people get, like, and I don't, I would not say like you with piano now that I'm remembering my point a little better. Because you still fucking do it. You still fucking do it. But people who just, like, won't take the time to learn the skill, then get upset that it's difficult and they're not having fun. And then stop doing it, and then go, I have no purpose. It's like, literally, what the fuck was that? Like, you literally just gave up because you wouldn't, you didn't. It's you hard. Just, Things are hard to do. I think that people, like. Oh, I mean, my God, but people do them. I, keep, I think, like, saying, like, oh, this is hard. It's like, yeah, it's hard. Of course. It's like, everything's, that's. Everything's right, we're, hard. We're living in the yeah. time of instant gratification. Exactly. Like, literally, dude, I'm a victim no. of my, like, all the time. I'm just like, and it's like, dude. You don't know how to do this. Every like, day, <laughs> it's like every day it shifts too because like today Malaku will feel good because he's about to release something. Give it give it two weeks and we're back in the dark hole and we got to find something that else That was the first thing. Literally, I, like, I almost didn't want to release it. Like once the album went away, I felt this weird like safety. Okay, let's, let's talk about this because this I did not bring this up out loud because I didn't know how to assess this mentally. But there was this, this weird like 
when I first released it, like, oh, fuck, but, like, I know what this feels like. This is, like, the same feeling after every show. It's like, we just did it. It was awesome. But now I'm like, when the, what the fuck's next, you know? Like, oh, shit, I gotta, like, it's not it. You're never done. There has to be more stuff to put out. Like, you, this is forever. Yeah, and that's, so, the, like, that's the and thing. Then, then, and then yeah. when I put everything that's on private, shit. after, like, dealing, I was so annoyed. I was so stressed dealing with that thing, putting it on private. And... It was weird. It was like this this warmth and overcoming sense of security came back as they all went away and knowing I would have to re-upload them all again, like knowing that has to happen kind of gave me this. This is a double upload, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, isn't this, now I'm in this weird place where like, because I'm acknowledging well, it thing, and like, it's like I'm getting that high again, but a part of me is also like, like it feels like it cheated this high. It's like nah. And then on top of it, I also know what's gonna happen after I release it because I've already released it. And then it went back. So I'm in like this weird limbo state of like, well, no, I'm just gonna immediately like want to do something uh, or gonna have feel like I have to, even though that's not well, what it's do, like. Well, it's like a, it, it like feels a, like it, a, it, I don't think it's a bad. I don't think it's a bad thing to be feeling at all. And I, and you didn't put a bad or a good on it. I'm just telling you what I yeah, think. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad feeling at all. It's one of those things that really pushes you forward because when I think about my life and like when I actually do get the ball rolling, it's not because. It almost and like people like to think about it. It's just like this very like holistic living. Like yeah, I just you know I'm just doing this and blah blah. blah. Like sometimes it takes like a real dark night of laying down, looking up at the roof, that. and just being like I'm a fucking piece of garbage. I'm a I'm done I'm I am garbage. You know I've never done anything worth shit. You yeah, know? you need that sometimes. And then you wake up, and then you wake up the next morning, like I have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like you've literally seen the face of God or the devil whatever what it was for yeah. you and you're like Ugh. and that's and that's like that's good like i honestly like this morning I, it's funny that we're you're saying that because you're on one side of it in a weird way you have a weird there's like an asterisk on you at least. there's such an asterisk dude. <laughs> the story of my life why can't uh, it just, it's have just an been, asterisk yeah. there's not even a sentence it's just an asterisk it's and you go down and there's like 15 pages <laughs> <laughs> um but i fucking um i i I was thinking about it because I, I, I'm trying – like I slowed down the thing I was doing for that one musician doing the vlogging with him, and I just told him what was up. I was like, but I, you know, I, I need to be doing paid work pretty much all around and stuff like that. But I'm thinking about – other than that, like if I don't have paid work, it doesn't mean I'm not doing video. It can't mean that. It doesn't fucking matter. But I want to do stuff for me because I – Exactly. Because there's always that little artist tendency inside where you're like, yeah, everything that I think is fucking dope. <laughs> like I have some dope ideas. Yeah, and I think uh, the craziest thing is that – even though part of you kind of like, there's two parts of you. The part of you that's like, I'm God, and the other part that's like, I suck. Yeah, and it's like that's 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 what being an artist is like. It's like you just these massive self value swings. It's so crazy. I was at work yesterday, yeah. and I was like. The, the, these two girls were like he's the fucking best like and they're just it, sitting at the bar and they're hot and there's like a bunch of people next to them like he's a fucking best and i was like okay guys like uh like i'm not i'm not gonna take credit i'm like staring at them it's like super awkward for me i'm like uh and they're like come on man like don't be that guy like you fucking know you're like good and then i looked at them and i was like i go home and i look in the mirror and i'm like i'm fucking god like i know i'm great but it's still there's also the humility thing and like well, they just started laughing like, and i walk oh, yeah. away and i'm like no that might that was like a that was just an outburst from my subconscious Dude, that's really a, what it, it is it can even change throughout the day i mean it often changes throughout the day where 
where like a portion of the day you're just feeling so good about everything you're doing and then literally that same day you're sitting there you're like I was never worth anything even that time that when shit I enjoyed happens it to it me was garbage all, yeah, all the time you have to like I like I, uh, we're the in the era swings. of instant gratification I think it's important to meditate on that because we are a part of that era as well so it's like this weird thing where like when we're doing something like that is the biggest high in the fucking world I love it and yeah. I can't I can't speak on if this has been happening throughout human history but like then in the moments where I'm not doing something I'm literally like what what am I doing what am I doing next you know like because I need to be doing That's something so, so I'm scary. feeling good so I need yeah. to always be feeling good because internally I'm just a fucking alcoholic I guess yeah no, Sam, <laughs> Ollie know, was I need something to me about it he was like okay so it's like like I need and then we got to make the next one we got and, and there's times where it's like you'll start to feel down about like yourself and you and you start to feel like a little less confident you're like oh I need I need to make art I need to make art so I can have more about you like I like I need to write a new song so that like when I write a new song people will like it and then I'm, then I'm dope again and it's just like fucking wild some of the things that'll drive and it's it like I think what, with, what when you have the artist swings what helps and like what's a good like thing to kind of learn it's like when you're in those places, like, because I feel like I have gotten to this state before mentally with myself just in a way that it is relieving and I can feel the relief of it is to be able to, like, exist in those stages and have time to, like, step back and yes, contemplate. Yes, yes, wow, Because in it's the really fire. important. Yeah, like, literally, like, I think some of the greatest leaders and stuff, like, there is, or the greatest servers, we can even take it to something we do. Yeah, there's 15 million things going on right now, but I'm, I can still, like, breathe contemplate take a step back and be like this is what's important dude that's what literally that's that fucking god moment like you just for a split second you separate from everything and you're just looking at what's right in front of you and it's like god just like coming out for it's like looking at the bigger picture literally and and translates in so many ways you're unaffected by your surroundings you're just taking them in and and thinking about them and in those moments like there is a this weird like godlike feel to it where it's like you're you have to assess it or you are assessing it in this matter of like importance but like you're you're creating the scale of importance as it's happening like you're doing all of this in like a matter of three seconds you're yeah. just like boom 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 and then you go and like the craziest part is the the people who are smiling the whole time and are like having a good attitude just about everything that's going on yeah they're the ones who own the fucking room. Nobody else owns it more than them. It's just everyone's like, dude, that guy's on fire. I like, tell my my crew when we like, okay, so this last shoot I did, I told my crew before we went in, we were in the car on the way, and I told them all, you know, there was going to be celebrities there and multiple things, and I looked at them all in the eyes and I said, we are the biggest celebrities in the room. You understand? Like, I want you to understand that. We go where we need to go to get what we need to get because we – we have to because actually that makes people more comfortable they, what you don't is. understand is like you can't put that wall there you, you, when you look at like somebody who's like oh yeah you you have like 100 million dollars in your bank account and all this shit and blah 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 but it's like what's up dude you know like we're both people you know and yeah. you don't and you have no because it's genuine like like when you take a step back and like think about the things that are important it is a three second thing but like the reason it's so fast is there's this weird mixture of instinctual but it's instinctual outside of yourself like it's not like almost 
it, it comes from some great place. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's a collective. Yeah. It's a social awareness. It's just yeah. instinctual to the social structure of things, like what's important right now to make everybody comfortable. And sometimes that not answer, everybody can do it. And, and sometimes it's true, very true. And sometimes that answer is like, I have to be the most comfortable person in this room, even if I'm not right now. I have to be. Like I will put that face on. I will just smile and walk confidently and calmly and get everything done right and and I will be precise and you can put you can start you can start putting yourself in those shoes and then it becomes reality and everyone is feeling comfortable because you are you are their host yeah you are the example you, you set are, an yeah, example every day you're losing your shit how how can they feel confident and i think something that's like something that's, i do all the time at so yesterday we were really busy and really slammed, right? And the one thing I noticed because the servers get to come behind the bar is that um, when they're busy, I fucking hate my job. Because when they're busy, they make the just the biggest fucking mess. They're just running around pushing people, breaking glasses. Like, they don't give a fuck. And uh, I'll be like, "You, I need you to wait. I need. I just filled up this machine, and it takes four minutes before this liquid is like activated. You know, so it's frozen. Just do not pour anything." And they'll be like, "Okay," and then they'll just go over there and fill up a pitcher of just like nasty gooey liquid. And I'm like, "I literally just told you to wait." It's like, "Oh, but I'm, but I'm super busy," and I'm like, "Why is that an excuse? Why does that yeah. change anything? You Why is really it like funny? now you're acting like an animal?" I mean, one of my favorite sayings is like it takes longer to do something again than it does to do it the Where first time. Where are you going to find the time to do it a second time? Yeah. It's like, it's because somebody, because right people the first. don't, you know, like the thing is, is, is you're fucking yourself in multiple ways. Like, first off, if you drop it and then somebody's like, hey, this isn't how the margaritas usually are. I mean, could you like take it back to the bar and maybe like, I immediately have to eat $6 and I'm just like, exactly. And oh you compliment it and all that stuff. Yeah. But then there's this as well. Like every time you do that, you're making another excuse for somebody not to come back and pay at your restaurant again. Yeah. You want to give, like, I I had a table uh, that wasn't in my section at all, like, way across the room that was sat and sitting there for, like, two minutes. And after two minutes, I get freaked the fuck out of it. Oh, I started getting anxious so after, like, yeah, two I went minutes. to go greet them. And, like, and we had a great greet and all this stuff. And, and I sold them on, you know, like, a lot of the time what I'll do is, like, just walk through a couple items on the menu. We just launched a new seasonal menu and just, like, choose the yeah. things that I want, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'll describe it with gusto and passion. And I sold them everything that, that, that essentially, quote, unquote, I wanted them to sell. Part of that is to be a salesman. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and But they're happy. Like, they're happy they got it. They enjoyed their meal, and they had a great time doing it while also I was completing my objective of selling. That's that weird balance that you have to walk is, like, everybody's – that's the kind of salesmanry I like is everybody's fucking happy, happier even, uh, and plus I'm getting paid for it. So that's cool. Um, but there's I was a, doing this across okay. the restaurant, yeah, like, yeah. helping them out just because it was a random fucking table that wasn't being sat, and I gave them my all. I gave them everything until finally I got the other waiter to, like, take up the table but even at one point i was like i want to um, i almost wanted not to give it to them because yeah, i felt like they, they were having gonna a good do time it. yeah and it's fucked up dude <clears throat> the most frustrating thing but i ever... want them to come back that's really the yeah end, it, i want them to come back because it, they'll maybe they'll come back to me maybe they'll come back to someone else but people need to be happy here exactly i'm here and so therefore like this is my house too and i'll be damned if i'll let one shitty kid make the whole house shitty like, yeah i refuse to allow that happen and on top of it it's just like just, there's a weird, like, almost control thing that ends up happening because, like, you understand that, like, 
you have created such happiness in this people that when you see other people who aren't like good at maybe socially interacting or just putting on the face or maybe they just don't want to you almost feel like you're just like get the just get the fuck out of the way i'll just do it myself because i i can do it myself and i want them to be happy and you're just making this worse uh, fuck you and you're just like mad at them and it's not their fault they're just you know shitty they probably i hate when people get in the service industry when they can't deal with people when they don't have the patience for people it's like you're literally in an industry that services people it's like hospitality it's literally straight, straight human interaction like what are you fucking telling me your, your success an is idiot. based entirely on your ability to complete this task that like is social interaction people and, think and, i think and everyone thinks they can fucking do it there's a there's a saying that goes around like everyone should serve for one year in their life etc but i think it's 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 potent only because people don't realize i think some people are like I could be a fucking server. Look at what the, look at what they fucking do. Blah blah blah. And it's like, and then they go into it and realize what it really is, and like how much social interaction it takes, and especially if you want to be a server that makes money. That anyone can be a server, but very few can be really good servers. Yeah. Or really good, really few could be an experience. Like that's a whole different thing. When you're when you're eating when when I go to a restaurant. And I have a just like normal server, like man, hello, hi, bye. I'm not upset. I'm like, fuck yeah, here you go, here's your money. Da da da. da. That's fine, right? But I never think about that eating experience. I just yeah. go about my day. When I when somebody comes up, it is just like, like when when that it's the cute waitress who chokes back, or when it's a bro who just bros out with me, you know, and they just have gotten me engaged. I'm just like, oh shit! I remember that. That was so fucking fun. Let's go yeah. back there. Like that was cool. Yeah, Be, and like like yesterday, like having <coughs> fucking handshakes and hugs from every single. Individual I hug every at the single table. person that leaves the bar. Like when it's they're hilarious. leaving, I put shit down. And I'm like, no, I'm giving you a hug before you it's leave. It's So weird. I've and, never. I don't know, and this sounds bad, uh, but I I don't think I've had this experience with many other servers like the way that I have like taken on the serving role. I feel like it's 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 weird. Part of it comes from you, Malaki. Like just watching what you do. I I uh, but also I have my own tendencies and my own way of acting that's already mm-hmm. bubbly and social, etc. Um, but it's like I don't I can't think of an experience I've had that was like the experience I've had from the other side of the table as the server with these tables. Oh God, no! Because I'm the best at my fucking job, and it's really hard to keep up. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's okay weird. if we're being. If we're being like mildly, arguably real, you and I were made for serving to like some extent. <laughs> like our personalities, it's fucked up. Like and when so when my friends come in there, I don't bullshit them. I'm not gonna give you guys the like me 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 shit that I give everybody else because like that you're you're my friends. If you're coming and you're sitting in the bar and hanging out with me, it's like I'm at work and you're my friend. You know I'm at work and we're hanging out. Yeah. If you bring a girl and you're on a date. And you tell oh, me, yeah, yeah, It'll I will be, fuck I, I the imagine. fuck up. It would be exquisite. Shit. It's kind of insane. Like it's too I, bad I, I will can't go. bring him to your restaurant. No, but uh, like, honey, but do you want to go out that, for some queso chorizo? <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit is delicious. We also toss your salad. But the point of making is like, <laughs> oh yeah, Mike does it is, personally. Is uh. Me, and, I like, offered dude, my chef a fluff last night. He was like, I was like, what can I do for you, Chris? And he was like, man. Uh, nothing, you're good. I was like, a fluff. Come on, let me give you a fluff, dude. I'll go back there whenever the kitchen. I'm like, dude, the manager came can up. Can you and get like, this? And they offered to suck his dick. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I offer at least twice a day to blow everyone in the kitchen. Dude, <laughs> like, you have to. No, no, you guys don't even fucking know. If I fuck something up, 
or if somebody is having a shitty experience, <laughs> I just walk back there and I'm like, oh, no. dude, you need to do this right fucking now. And they're like, I'm fucking busy. And I'm just like, bro, turn around here. I got it. Don't worry. Just keep worrying. Just keep worrying. I, I don't worry. I'll fix the problem. Yeah. And like, I'm doing the real problem is and you need to blow job while you And they're me. like, okay, fine. And they start doing it because on the one end, they're like, I'm really stressed right now. But dick jokes, always funny. Like, yeah. no gotta matter make, you, you just gotta, gotta make be, a good the, dick joke. The thing is, is like back to saying like, you're the rock star in the room no matter who the fuck you're with like the thing is is like you you really can be you really can be fine like even with like my managers my chefs now and my bartenders like they will pull my tickets if i say on the fly they'll pull it and it'll be there in one fucking second it's amazing once you establish that relationship everything's different and it's just easier everything's better everything's Everything's faster and on top of it and everyone's happy yes and you guys are working more like a team because now like and the best thing anyone can do is like when someone who doesn't ask you for favors asks you for a favor, that's the best feeling. And it's like, I want to help you. You never ask for favor. I feel trusted. I feel like you look at me and you're like, that's somebody I can rely on. That's the greatest feeling to me, right? So it's like, I'm dying for that. And now, like, if they ask me for something, like, I'll do it. And it's like to a level, and so that's like we have so much trust in each other that there's I never worry. It's like a whole other stress off my back, yeah. a whole other rock. And like, Stress is everything. It's just like you just got to stay calm and focused. If shit's not coming out, stressing about it doesn't make it come out quicker. If you're thinking about anything, chances are you're not doing it. And that's something I find myself always like. I'm like looking at this fucking top and I'm like, fuck, I got to do this, this, and this, and this. Which one do I do for? In those moments, I'm still not doing it. And it's just like, well, it doesn't matter what I do first. Do something. And so I just have to stop thinking. I pick the first thing. I'm just yeah. doing this. And then by the time that's done, you're already thinking of what's the next thing you're going to do. You finish them out, and then you're done. But, like, if you're thinking about it, you're probably not doing it. Use that as, like, a factor to realize, like, am I doing it? No, I'm not doing it. I'm distracted by thinking about it. And everyone being stressed makes everyone else more stressed. Everyone's angry. Everyone can feel it. Everything's dirtier. The work is dirtier. And I've never just been so upset. I hate how people treat each other like other yeah. servers when they're busy. You have to be the light. Like, <coughs> you, you have just to be, be polite. Light. And it's like, and like, there's times where people are busy, and I'll push them out of the way because I'm carrying like a sixty-pound jug of margaritas over my head, and we're in yeah. a rush, and you guys need this filled up, and you're blocking yeah. the way, and it's like I said, move three times. I'm carrying a fucking hundred and eighty-pound keg, and I'm like walking it over, and it needs to be filled in, and this this pretty fucking heavy to try to be walking with this obscure shape in between your legs, and it's like I said, move. Like, yeah. at the very least, like, I get it. If we're all busy and I'm telling you move so I can get a cup, okay, don't move. Uh, whatever, I'll deal with that. This is 180 fucking pounds pulling on my back, yeah. and I'm just trying to, like, get it changed quick so everybody can get beer. Stop being a selfish little bitch. You being busy does not fuck. Like, why does that have to impede the whole rest of you the restaurant? You have to make room for everyone to have, like, their space and, and, and be the best, like, and successful server, bartender, manager that they can be. Yeah. And this is kind of a melodramatic um, way to describe it, but it's similar. Like, if you're trudging across a river in the Yangtze Valley and you're an army general and you start getting shot up in the middle of the river, you can't just, like burrow down into the water you're, you're all gonna die you have to say keep moving you know what i'm saying like okay I oh yeah it. you got to make it a strategic choice i get it that we're confident the, I, with I, it I, I get it that there's a million fucking things that need to get done right now i get it that i myself behind on three things keep moving yeah keep moving and go it's just you'll like, get go. back come yeah. on go and it's just like it blows my mind that 
that I, I just hate fuck when up, people keep moving. Yeah, yeah, and don't fuck other people up. That's my just biggest thing. Is don't fuck other people up and like leave a trail of disaster. And like it, because they'll ask these same servers like, "Yo, another table came there. Can you take it?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah I got it. I got it. I'm fine." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, they're not fine. Like, I know they they seem fine because their tables have their food and stuff and their drinks, but they're not fine. They're like literally destroying fucking property. They've broken six glasses. They've literally just taken a whole other table's drinks and ran away with them, not even paying attention, thinking they can get away with it when those weren't even the drinks they needed." So now I have to throw away all these drinks and they have to all be remade. And it's like, tell me that's fine. Tell me that's good. That's not good. Like, well, like we were saying, it's like everything's easier when everyone's happy. And it's just like. And they're not they're not making you happy. <laughs> so then it's oh, not easy dude, for you. It's just sure. so frustrating you also, you to me when to people act that. like a shithead. Like if you're acting nice at least and you're leaving a trail of disaster and breaking glasses and stuff, I can just be like, you're stressed. I get that. It's okay. We'll get through it. But when on top of it, you're being a fucking bitch, and you're like, I'm, dead. I'm so fucking stressed. It's like, we're all fucking stressed, bitch. You think yeah. you're the only one in here that's like fucking stressed? No. Well, in that moment, that person is trying to deal with the stress by being angry, so they're essentially pushing off the the reason why <laughs> they're so upset on the world around them. Literally. It's that's the like, idea. Oh, it's your fault. Well, I mean, like, the thing is, you you kind of have to you have to realize that at a certain point. Dude, so the if name of this episode is You Just Got Served. Oh, oh wow! Oh shit! No jump bear, bunch of crunch, dude. Bunch of crunches on the way. Let me tell you, Nestle. I've been checking my mailbox. Where is it? That's where we figure that. Let me, about let me, let me get on the fucking soapbox real quick. All right. Bucks. All right. Before we fucking get out of here, y'all. Let me tell you what Broad Strokes needs. We need some fucking water glasses. Yeah, we really do. Up in this bitch. We need to get a set of water glasses on the fucking double. We should just get a set of, like, mugs and glasses and then Penis go get mugs, them. Dude. Let's go get them <laughs> laser. And- <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get a penis mug from Malaku. He, uh, he drink out of it. Malaku, I know you make those mugs in the night. I hear you spinning your wheel. He molds Molding the clay, clay around his It's not unit. me. It's the elves. They're teaching me a skill so I can become valuable in case of an apocalypse. Uh, that is a valuable skill. You know, people always need mugs. Always. I do want to say one thing. Man, like, from, from all the conversation, all the different notes that we've had, like, from all the way from talking about childhood to serving to fucking filmmaking to sticking to stuff, like, patience is a great thing. It is. Patience, like, true uh, capability to step back, breathe, try to try to um, interact and think about what's important to you over everything you've learned over life. You know, it, it's with you in the moment. That patience <coughs> will take you so far and never forget, like, in the world. Like, it's so real, and I, and I just feel it in so many situations, even as I get older. It's like, you are the example. And you can, you can make the world a better place by inhabiting and being that example. So go out there, change the world, inspire a generation. From our friends here at Broad Strokes to all of you happy homes out there on this beautiful San Diego winter night. Stay classy. Suck a dick. <laughs>